Hey, how's it going? Josh here from Books by Josh. This is episode number 69 of the Books by Josh Audio Immersion. This episode is titled, Being a Creative Sucks. Let's dive in. Why does being a creative suck? Well, you constantly have to be creative. Now that that joke is out of the way, let's get serious here. As you probably can tell from my upload schedule, I'm very sporadic with uploading and producing content because it's not easy. You have to constantly think of new ideas, hobby engaging, and all of that at your own schedule if you are working for yourself like I am in this regard. What do I mean by this? Well, I have to put out content which you listen to, you read, that's engaging, that has a catchy title, that provides value, and that people will want to come back to. Like, I could put out BS content, and you would say, hey, what the hell is this? I don't want to read this. Or I can just do a five-minute talk about the color of the sky on this particular day. You don't want to hear that. Why? My voice ain't that good. I barely have a voice now. But that's the thing. In order to generate an income, you have to produce content. The content has to be good and consistent. My content, I believe, is good. It's not consistent, but it's good. And the thing is, it takes a mental toll on your body. If you don't believe me, look at John Tron, look at Matthew Santoro. People who have burnout are YouTubers because guess what? Content creating is hard. It's a lot of mental stress because you're constantly writing down things, ideas, pitching them to your team if you have a team, or trying new ideas and seeing how they stick. And guess what? They're not that great all the time. Prime example, new Coke. Not the greatest idea. Bring back Coke with sugar other than the glass bottles, but I'm digressing a lot. Let's get back to this. So when you are a content creator, you have to have a schedule, social media presence, I don't, but you have to have topics ready on the back burner because you can't just put out one piece of content a week and be fine. If you look at CoffeeZilla on YouTube, he just did a video about him putting out 100 videos in 100 days, daily upload on YouTube, and go on his channel that way and start his podcast, The Drip, and how that's affected his content and also his following. Because the more content you put out, the more engagement you get, the bigger the audience, bigger footprint you can actually cover. Because more people will see your videos and suggest that videos on YouTube or podcasts people could tell their friends things like that but the main thing is you have to put out both quality and quantity because if you just put out a bunch of crap everybody's going to think it's spam which is why I don't have a newsletter because the newsletter is like I don't want to be one of those guys that spams everybody's inbox once a week once a month hey blah 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 like no you want to come come and read my content's free which is another thing I want to get to after this. So you have to put out quality content, but you have to put out decent quantity. So like Gary Vee has decks on how to put out things every day, different things for social media. Basically put out content daily. How do it? But that's the thing, like I said, so you have to think of new content to put out daily. You could, you don't want to put out the same stuff because it becomes stale. Or you could do Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of thing. You have to figure out schedule and stick to it. So you have to put out quantity and quality. You have to make sure you maintain high quality, 
because if your quality drops off, your viewers, readers, listeners will notice. So you have to make sure the quality is there. And after you do all that, you have to market yourself. How you can run ads, you can do SEO, things like that. You have to have a brand built. That way, your posts have engagement readers, whatnot. And so let's say you have the content, you have quality. What else is there into being a creator? Well, besides that, you also have to manage the, your schedule. You have to do research on these topics. If you're putting out a post a day or video a day, podcast, whatever, day, anything daily, you have to research it on your downtime. If you're working full-time and doing this part-time, it can be some struggle there. Like a prime example, I'm not doing this full-time, as we know. not doing everything daily, but I decided to do an audio series or video series. I don't know what I'm doing with it yet, where I take a deep dive into books and stuff like that and talk about lessons learned from it. And I'm talking about super deep dive. I was listening to Richest Man in Babylon. I already have 22 talking po- points on there. I still have about four hours left in the audio book. And then I have to rearrange it, things like that. And that's time consuming. Because that's not... I've read that book multiple times, but the whole thing is... I'm also reading other books on top of that. And I'm kind of doing that while working on downtime, but it's besides the point. But that's the thing. It's a lot of time consumption. So, let's say... I want to pull out a video. I have to write a script for the video. Or get the topic first, then write the script. After you write the script, you know what you have to do? You got to shoot the video. Guess what? After you shoot the video, you got to edit the video. Upload the video. Market the video. You don't have to market the video if you have a following, but you get what I'm saying? So if you have a team or you have a part-time editor or whatever, you pay somebody, that's great. Me, I prefer doing things on my own. Quality is not the greatest, but it gets better with each one. And that's the whole thing. You have a lot to do, a lot of hats to wear. Because you're the main focal point. You're the face of everything. And you're the one that comes up with the ideas. Let's look at Linus Tech Tips. One of the biggest YouTube creators online for tech. And he started by himself while he was working at PC hardware store called NCIS doing videos for them and then he went solo Then now he has a team with over what 50 employees and things like that so he has script writers cameramen things like that but in the beginning he didn't and that's the whole thing he had to do everything and with him he has tech that he's talking about he's not coming up with everything off the top of his head which is why it's a problem for me to write fiction at times because it might sound good in my head but once it's on paper, it sounds totally different. Like, I'm great talking nonstop like this with no script in front of me, things like that. But if you ask me to write it down, it's a different story. So 180. I have talking points when I do like public speaking, things like that, or presentations. But I honestly don't look at them because I'm great off the top of my head. But when writing, I often find myself deleting what I wrote. <laughs> Like, I recently made a post online about laying with dogs, wake up with fleas, about Ben Franklin and Paul Richard's almanac from 1733 newspaper. And with that, 
I literally deleted the first paragraph about 50 times because it didn't sound right to me. I had no idea why it didn't sound right. I had the same vision. And if you read the 49 first drafts or 50 first drafts, you'd be like, this sounds basically the same thing. But to me, it's not because we are our biggest critics as a creative. You understand? You can put out a masterpiece to other people, but in your mind, you're like, this isn't good enough. Why is it so bad? I can be better, can be better. Then you tear out the page, you crumble up, you throw it away, you start over. You still don't like it, you still don't like it. You can never make yourself happy. But why are we like this? Why are we a critic? It's because we're afraid of rejection. I'm scared to have people read my work because at the end of the day, what if they don't like it? What if it's not good enough, you know? Is all this time I spent doing the work a waste? That's what it comes down to, in my opinion, for me, personally. I could sit here, the podcast, I don't feel it as a podcast. I feel it as me talking and you just listening. So, like, me talking to a baby. <laughs> and that's why I'm not so critical as to this as I am to my writing because my writing I'm constantly rewriting deleting white out this is why I love white out in high school but when I'm talking this is one shot I mess around with the audience in the beginning but I just let it go through same when I do sitting down with somebody I can talk non-stop and that allows me to talk freely and off the mind so I get to fully express myself because this is natural to me Ren language, not so much hieroglyphs didn't come out until what year? I don't know, I'm asking. But speech carried over before writing. And it's hard to think of back in the day. People could speak English, but not everybody was educated to read them, right? Because speaking comes natural to us. We pick it up, we listen. And being a creative you're coming out of your comfort zone because you could speak and you could be Joe Rogan and just do a podcast and things like that but me I'm trying to do more I like writing I love writing I love reading and that's the whole thing and I love learning but when you're creative you're, you're a critic and you just put out content then you want to take down the content content doesn't always age well and if you look at let's just say a news story about like 10 years ago let's just talk about how this would never be this much or let's talk about Bitcoin there you go how Bitcoin won't make it past $100 now it's worth what $50,000, $60,000 this is even after a crash 3-4 years ago but you understand things don't always age well and that's the problem with content you want to put out content that will last like the Mona Lisa picture that's lasted hundreds of years and still a masterpiece to this day whereas the hand turkey I made in kindergarten was thrown out probably a week later that's basically all I'm trying to say is being a creative isn't always that easy and it leads to stress, depression and it doesn't always pay the bills that's why people do Patreons, OnlyFans to get the bills paid or run ads I don't run ads on my site as you know I, I eat the costs money maker for me is a book podcast, blog, YouTube it's all free information 
And that's basically it for this episode of the Books by Josh Audio Immersion. Saw that some way it went off another way. But being a creative honestly sucks. I wouldn't recommend it unless you love doing what you being creative like me. I don't do it for the money. I do it just to express myself in the internet. Because you can listen to me. You might never meet me. Even if you do, that'd be cool. But the it's the world's your oyster, you know? The internet is my oyster. And I get to express myself in a way that I wouldn't be able to normally do, you know? Take care and stay safe. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Later.